This peace offering was almost certainly Diane's doing, and he could tell that it was as hard for Alma to deliver her wife's invitation as it was for Hart to hear it. Yep, he answered, and continued on his way to the stables. But they both knew he wouldn't be standing on Alma and Diane's doorstep anytime soon. Although he and Alma had long since made peace on the surface of things, the old grudge hung in the air, as if Bill's ghost had taken up permanent residence in the space between them. Hart had no idea how to get past it, or if he wanted to, but it was painfully awkward to miss a friend when she was standing right behind him. It was worse to miss Diane. He almost never saw her anymore. The stables were dark compared to the brutal sunlight of Bouchon, and blessedly cooler, too. He went to the stalls to see which mounts were available. He knew it would be slim pickings at this time of day, but he was unprepared for how bad the pickings were. A gelding so young, Hart didn't trust it not to bolt at the first whiff of a drudge, an older mare he'd taken in a few times and found too slow and plodding for his liking, and salt liquor. Salt liquor was one of those equimeries that bolted for water every chance he got and maintained a constant, embittered opposition to anyone who dared deride him. Some marshals liked him for his high-spiritedness. Hart loathed the beast. But of the three options, salt liquor was, sadly, the best choice. Wonderful, Hart griped at him. Salt liquor snorted, shook out his kelp-like mane, and dipped lower in his trough, blowing sulky bubbles in the water, as if to say, the feeling's mutual, dickhead. All at once, an oppressive sadness overtook Hart. It was one thing to dislike an Equimaris. It was another to have the Equimaris hate him back. And honestly, who did genuinely like Hart these days? Mercy's barbed insult, which had followed him all the way from eternity, surfaced in his mind once more. You must be a pathetically friendless loser to be this much of a jerk. She had a point. Only a pathetically friendless loser would face his nemesis time and again to pet her dog for five minutes. Maybe I should suck it up and get another dog, he thought. But the second he entertained the idea, he knew he could never replace Gracie. And that left him with nothing but the occasional visit to Leonard. Hart knew that he needed to get to his post, but he wound up sitting against the stable wall, shrouded in shadows, as if it had a mind of its own, call it ancient muscle memory. His hand snaked into his pack and pulled out his old notebook and a pen. When he had first joined the Tanrian Marshals after his mother died, he used to write letters to her and slide them into Nimkillum boxes whenever he and his mentor, Bill, made their way to the station or to a town. Then, after Bill was killed, Hart wrote to him, too, mostly letters full of remorse. But he hadn't written to either of them in years, because at the end of the day, it wasn't like they could write back. And that was what he wanted, wasn't it? For someone, anyone, to answer? Poor, pitiful bastard, the blank page splayed across his thighs seemed to say to him now. He clicked open the pen and wrote, Dear, hesitated, and then added the word, Friend. He had no idea how much time passed before he tore out the page, folded it into fourths, 
and got to his feet, relieving his aching knees. There was a similar relief in his aching chest, as if he'd managed to pour some of that loneliness from his heart onto the paper. Glancing about him to make sure he was unobserved as he crossed the stable yard, he walked to the station's Nimkillum box and slid the note inside, even though he was certain that a letter addressed to no one would never be delivered to anyone.